1: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
2: Hey girl, hey, welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. You might know me from Sirius XM Radio. I mean, I was there for like 12 years after all. But then Howard Stern allegedly got jealous of me, so I had to leave. I was actually able to pull myself up by the bootstraps and start my own podcast, Taste of Taylor, which is now officially with Dear Media. I'm so excited to say that. Ha! Ha! So I promise you in this podcast, you're gonna either learn about something, you're going to be inspired by someone that's like always coming from a perspective of like humor, then this is the place for you. I hope you enjoy this little snack.
1: From Vanderpump rules to motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea.
2: Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to Shenanigans. I am so excited for today's episode for a few reasons. One, I am straight back and off a plane from New York. I am absolutely exhausted. I had so much fun and I'm like, I'm so thankful that I have my girl right here next to me, the Vanderpump Rules resident astrologer in the house, (laughs) hopefully here to help forecast my future and um, (laughs) maybe shed some light on some of our crew. So, Please welcome my beautiful and very talented friend, Allie Looper. How are we doing? Thanks, Sheena. That was so sweet. I'm, I'm doing so excited good. You're finally I'm here. I'm so excited too, finally here. Yeah, I was like, okay, I can just like have a fun chat with my yep. girlfriend today. I don't have to have my brain completely on. No, you don't. I've got my notes. <laughs> We're good. It Amazing. was a night where, you know, when you have a really early flight mm-hmm. and it's like, may as well just stay up and yeah, sleep I on the plane. Up. Yep. So we went out. There was live band, karaoke. Oh, that's so fun! And I was so I mad. It was we were taking so long to figure out what song, and then they were like, "This is the last song." <gasps> so we didn't even get to you do it. You didn't karaoke. even get to do it. No,
0: I know. That's sad when that
2: happens. Yeah, but wow. then we went to a tiki bar. Then we went here, oh and it was just it was a whole night. So. I love that
0: for you. That's so fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's like what James does when he travels. Is yeah, he literally finishes at like two a.m. And then his flights are at like five or six. So right. He just posts, gets back, and posts his content. Totally. And then he goes.
2: I know. I was like i was You guys do that. I'm just gonna sleep on the plane. <laughs> yeah. But, and then you guys are going to New York next week. Yes. Monday. So fun. I'm so
0: excited. Yeah. It you. was
2: so much fun. It goes by so, so quick. quickly. I was like, and oh, I can't please, we're done. see Ariana's not playing when we're there. So I'm like
0: really bummed. Oh, she's dark yeah. on Wednesdays. She's, yeah. Tuesday is the only day we could do, but he has to right. watch what
2: happens live. Yeah, and so that's the same time. I'm going to have to
0: go back at some point.
2: I well, we I want to go back, time. too, okay, because good. I didn't get to go back and see it again this trip. But I'm like, okay. there's no way I'm only seeing her first yeah. show and not seeing it again. So I had such FOMO. We'll definitely I was like, plan I another to see one. I see it. Okay, it's good. so good. Oh gosh, I can't so get over it. And apparently, Dan said it's gotten even better. And I'm like... Oh, I bet. I, I bet it gets better but like I'm like, every I time. i don't. I don't believe that, Dan. Yeah, you're like, it couldn't have gotten any better. It was so... Good. That's amazing. And, yeah. Oh so God. we'll definitely have to yes. go back. We've always said that too. We're yeah. like, we need to go see a musical together. Yes. And now I look. know. That's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll make it happen. Yeah. But um. So yeah, I know you're going for Watch It Happens Live. James is doing. That'll yes. be a fun episode. We have the <laughs> DJs from Emo Night. Oh, that's right. TJ and Morgan are going to be gonna bartending. Be we had okay, the 27th great. bartend last night. Yes, I saw. So fun. So I just fun. have to say... So, because I've kind of stayed out of the comment section, but I saw some comments about the game that we played. And now, yes, (laughs) I just want to say that when I was briefed before the show, they told me I was going to play a game where I put on the goggles and Ryan has to describe a person to me Uh from Bravo specifically. Right. So then when they go, oh, okay, we're going to pop up some pictures. And I'm like, where are my goggles? Right. And they don't give me the goggles. So I was like, oh, I guess they're just going to let me see what uh. the person looks like. But I was told these are all Bravo people. Right. And so right. they're like, do you think Sheena knows who this is? And I was like, <laughs> I wasn't even thinking it was someone outside of Bravo. Right, right. You're I like, see, that's not the first
0: lady. How's my right? franchise no, is like, that?
2: <laughs> is that someone's mom on Southern Charm? Like, I was just like, no, I I, I don't watch okay, well, a that ton makes of shows sense on If Bravo. that's where
0: your brain was yes. and you're like, well... I'm not like, that's not right. And that's I was so like, funny. where are the
2: goggles? You guys told me I was playing. And then I still did that game. But yeah. I was like, no one briefed me on yeah, this yeah, game. Yeah. So I'm just yeah. thinking this is someone from another Bravo yeah. show.
0: They should have said the first part is CNN. And then yeah. the second part is Bravo.
2: So <laughs> I was so thrown off. But then I at least I got that was funny. I was cracking up. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, good times. <laughs> it really was. But we are now two episodes into season 11. How are you feeling about everything? I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling fine. A lot better
0: than last season. Yeah. Definitely not as anxious. And I mean, yeah, just picking up the pieces, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to like get into it. I'm excited to watch Tahoe. Yeah. I'm excited for Hippie to enter. Like, so there's moments that I'm looking forward to. Yeah.
2: I'm good. nervous to watch Tahoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a rough one. You, yeah, yeah. So what was going through your head just the first couple episodes? Like, were you nervous at all? Have you felt relieved? Are you anxious about what's to come or just kind of excited? Um, I guess the first
0: couple episodes, I feel like most of my, you know, like you get a little anxious before you watch yeah. because like, what do I do? What do I say? Right. But then watching it, I was like, oh, okay, it's fine. Yeah. I don't know. It's mostly rough just watching Tom Sandoval, and, like, seeing what he says in mm-hmm. his interviews and, like, his side. And, like, I was obviously in the car when James and Tom had their talk. But then, like, watching it back, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, okay. That was shitty yeah. of him to, like, really go there and to bring yeah. that up.
2: Yeah. I you think can they asked me about that last night. But, yeah. And then oh, yeah. They, they, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's Ariana's bush, too. <laughs> <laughs> so... Just- I have to ask you, because I know this isn't your first time doing reality TV. And now that it's been announced, there's a show called The Valley. I'm like, (laughs) interesting name. I think my friend Ali was on a show called The Valley back in the day. (laughs) What were you like, 18? 18 and 19. Okay. So after (laughs) that experience, did you think you would ever do reality TV again? No, 100% no.
0: I was like, boring and too nice. And (laughs) It was a cool experience. It was in my small town. It wasn't anything compared to Vanderpump. Like I wouldn't even compare them at all. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it was reality and um it just followed like six of us after high school going into college and like it was a really cool experience. It was my first like real job. Like I made money, so mm-hmm. that was nice. And it was fun. But yeah, after that I was like, well, that was cool. I I don't think reality TV is for me.
2: (laughs) And here we are. So kind of
0: crazy. Yeah. And then the fact that that's called The Valley. Right. It's so weird. I know. It's so funny.
2: I know. So how did that show come about? Like who reached out to you? Did you have to audition? Was there a casting? I'm trying to remember. There was a casting.
0: I remember being in the car with my mom and I was a performer at the time. So like with music, I would Mm -hmm. play out and, and sing and stuff. And my mom like told me about this show and she was like, "I'm going to just like drive you to the audition, just do it." And I was kind of like, "What? No, mom. Like that's so embarrassing. I don't want to do a reality show." Like, uh-huh. what? And I think I was just shy and like yeah. nervous, but I went to the casting and there were like a ton of people. And I was just like, "Okay, well like I'm not going to get this, but like we'll try." They're like, "Do you have any skeletons in your closet?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> nope. So I don't know really why I even got cast on that show, but it was really fun and I became really good friends with the people. And more importantly, I became really good friends with like the producers on the show Mm -hmm. because then when I went back to college and studied entertainment journalism, when I would go back to Dayton for the summers, I worked at the news station that produced the show. And so I was like a PA and I just stayed in like good graces with all of them, which was nice. So well, cool experience, but.
2: I know why they picked you because you're beautiful <laughs> and you're talented. You have a great personality. Oh, so there's a million reasons. Thank you, Sheena. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Do you keep in touch with any of your former cast members? Some of them, a few, just in
0: touch in a way, like if they're in LA, like they'll reach mm-hmm. out and we'll like hang out, but
2: not, yeah. not too much. Have yeah. they said anything about you being on Vanderpump Rules? No.
0: Now that I think about yeah. it, maybe one. Yeah. My friend, Noel, I think that we've talked and like she thinks it's funny, but
2: no one else. Yeah. My producer, Jason, thinks it's hilarious. So he loves so it. So funny. Yeah. Do you think doing that show kind of helped you just like get set up to do another one? You're like, OK, this isn't my first rodeo. You know, I've done this before.
0: Not really, honest. I feel it's so different. like it's just so <laughs> different. And I, if anything, I feel like I was like laughing, like, OK, universe, like putting me mm-hmm. in this situation again. All right.
2: Yeah, very different. Very different. Yeah. Well, speaking of the universe, Valentine's Day is next week. And since you are my astrologer, I wanted to give you two signs. Okay. And you tell me how good of a match you think this pairing would make. Okay. I'm not going to tell you who the couples are. Okay. I just want you to... Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. So if there were a Virgo and a Cancer, what's their (laughs) compatibility? Okay.
0: Mm -hmm. They're both very nurturing and very caring. And that can sometimes be really great. And then sometimes that can become a little like hard because they're both almost competing to be the nurturer or to like do things their way, especially Virgos. Mm -hmm. But I'll be honest, honestly, compatibility is so interesting because I've seen people's charts who you would say have awful compatibility and they're like still together and thriving. And then I've seen the opposite where people should have Great compatibility and they didn't work. So, honestly, in astrology, like I like to use it as a tool more and be like, okay, where are our tough spots that we can like learn from and learn to work yeah. together? Because, you know, every I honestly think every sign's compatible at the end of the day. It's just about like overcoming totally. the obstacles. But, that, okay, keep going. Oh, that that is one was so fun, kind of Lisa. Oh, shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that was
0: pretty Wait, good. That's what so you said. funny. He's a cancer uh-huh because Lisa yeah Lisa's a Virgo yeah okay yeah okay what I about, like that she's the Virgo because yes, that does make it exactly. more like she it's her empire like well
2: it's his too but you know what I mean yeah. like she's the boss and totally he's like yeah yeah okay cool oh god <laughs> what about a Capricorn and a Libra okay
0: yeah Tricky. I mean, I'm a Capricorn Sun and a Libra Moon, and I can, <laughs> and so I, I can say it's definitely doable. We're talking about Katie and shorts, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, definitely doable. However, it can be again. It's that like power shift, that kind of power struggle a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Libras are a little more go with the flow, and like okay, where Capricorns are like a little more say what you mean, and so that can cause a little bit of communication issues for mm-hmm. sure. What about an Aquarius and a Cancer? Oof, Don't love it.
2: <laughs> but again, it can be, it can work. It can work. Kristen and Sandoval, Jackson, Brittany. Shit, that's so
0: funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Cancer is it just in general. My ex was a Cancer too. Yeah, I'm not so a big mine. fan of Cancer men.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, just kidding. Not all of you. But like, yeah, it's. Yeah. Eh, yeah. yeah. What about a Cancer and a Cancer?
0: you know what? I actually like that. I like that. Interesting. You get each other. But Tom then again, it's like probably a lot of like, there, there needs to be work. There needs to be communication in the middle of all of that. But yeah. who? who's that? Tom and Ariana, Jackson Stasi. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Damn didn't
2: work for either of them.
0: So, right, right. So Virgo and Cancer is basically mm-hmm. the winners here. Yeah, <laughs> that we're looking
2: at, okay, perfect. How about Taurus and Gemini? Love.
0: Love. <laughs> Be together forever, yes. perfect couple. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, but also, see, there's just so much more to the chart because you have a Gemini rising. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that Brock is a Gemini and you're a Gemini rising, like you guys get each other, he sees you, he supports you. Yeah. And then. I forget what his rising is.
2: He doesn't but. know because he doesn't oh, know the exact right. don't time. Don't time he because was his mom's born. like, Yeah. <laughs> Which kid were you? Right? She's like, it was sometime <laughs> right. in the morning. I remember your dad was able to make it to work on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> so we don't know exactly. But that's good. what about a Virgo and an Aries? Oof. Yeah, tricky. Well, Virgo. I honestly like
0: just wish I could see the whole chart. Cause I like to look at Venus mm-hmm. and the moon sign for mm-hmm. compatibility anyway. But you know Virgos are perfectionist and Aries, they like to get shit done. They're very like onto the next thing. They'd get things done quickly. Virgo, I think of them as the same way. So I could see it working, but ultimately I could also see it being a, like a little bit of like outrunning that. It's just like a lot of energy mm-hmm. and no, I'm right. No, I'm right.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, Lala Randall. Oh shit. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Capricorn Fire and eight. Aquarius
0: love <laughs> <laughs> You're like, honestly though like that see if I would if I like wasn't obviously James and me I'd be like that's a little a little tricky of of one too just mm-hmm. because Capricorns are so set in their ways and Aquarius is so like free for all and just like a more more free-spirited and like I don't know but I have a lot of Aquarius in my chart and James has a lot of Capricorn in his chart so like interesting it's a balance okay yeah
2: what about Virgo and Aquarius
0: I like that. Yeah, I think I like that. But also same thing. Virgo with the earth sign and the earth energy and the perfection and like wanting things done a certain way. And then the Aquarius is like, that's never, you can't put me in a box.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So kind of same. Yeah. Same thing
2: there. It was Raquel. Oh, fuck. Right. <laughs> Aquarius and Aquarius. This is so
0: fun. How have we never done this before? Know, right? What the
2: heck? <laughs> okay. Who? Aquarius and Aquarius. Aquarius and
0: Aquarius. Ooh. Okay. Who is you know, mm, could work, could work if everything else is there. But ultimately, it's out of control. It's a little bit too like, I'm going to do what I want to do. You're going to do what you want to do. And mm-hmm. there might be like control issues there. But it could work if they were really on the same page with things. That could actually be a cool couple. Mm-hmm. That's Kristen and James. Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. Cancer and Libra. Cancer and Libra. Oh, that's just like a
0: sweet little pair. <laughs> just like, I just imagine them like at home, like watching movies, lighting a candle. Yeah, I like that. There might have to be some communication work again. And, yeah. like, you know, but ultimately, I feel like that's that's a sweet pairing.
2: So Tom and Tom are a perfect match. Literally. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Right. They really are. And he's a Cancer. Tom Schwartz Mm -hmm. is a Cancer rising. So same thing with what I was saying about you and Brock and how his Gemini sees you. Sandoval, I guess,
2: gets him. Mm -hmm. He gets him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The most compatible out of all of us. Right.
2: Oh, my gosh. So funny. (laughs) I do have more questions about astrology, and I want to get into a little bit of my birth chart if you can. Yes, of course. We're just going to take a quick little break, and we'll be right back.
1: Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash wondery. Oh. <sighs> That's not just the sound of that first
0: sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home.
1: That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Oh. mm Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
2: A new year brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Let me tell you, it's not too late to start. Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, it's a high-end skincare line that is affordable and It really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. And here's the thing when I say clean, I mean that Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient. So you can use their products daily with confidence. I don't have time to remember the order of a 10 step routine. I mean, no one has time for that, but you put my busy schedule on top of being the mother of a toddler. And yeah, I don't have time for that. So, When I switched to Dime, I decided to start with the work system. This was recommended to me because it's everything you need in one powerful package. So in this, it includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. It is everything you need in one package. And if you know me, you know that I love anything with sunscreen, Anything SPF I can put on my face to protect my skin, sign me up. Their Tinted Glow Wonder Screen with SPF 30, it just came out in new shades, and let me tell you, it is amazing. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, where have you been? Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock 20% off when you use code GOODASGOLD. That's dimebeautyco.com. Use GOODASGOLD for 20% off. You're going to love this stuff. This episode is supported by FX's feud, Capote versus the Swans. Inspired by actual events, the series tells the story of writer Truman Capote and the women he betrayed. The original Housewives, they were society's most elite women, rich, glamorous socialites who defined a bygone era of high society in New York. From creator Ryan Murphy, this drama series features an all-star cast, including Naomi Watts, Demi Moore, Diane Lane, Molly Ringwald, Calista Flockhart, Chloe Sevigny, and Tom Hollander as Truman Capote. FX is Feud, all new Wednesdays on FX, stream on Hulu. Okay, so I have to ask for all of the listeners who don't know, because I feel like we're just now getting to see this on the show, and I know we're going to have so much more this season coming up, but how did you get into astrology and where did that interest and curiosity stem from?
0: I always was interested
2: in it, you know, like I would get the Cosmo
0: magazine and read the horoscope section Yes. on the back of the bus or at the pool or whatever. But it got, I got deep into astrology in college and then I actually started studying it during COVID. Okay. So that was when I went like full in obsessed, like couldn't stop. My mind is just always thinking astrologically. So yeah.
2: How do you get to that level of confidence to now just do readings for complete strangers? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. I honestly, like, just do it mm-hmm. because I
0: was nervous at the beginning because I had done readings so much for family and friends. And like, I knew that I trusted myself doing it, but doing it for strangers is different. And you never know what kind of, like, who you're getting if it's someone who's like, especially in this world, like someone who's just trying to, like, suss you out or yeah. like, you know, or if they're like a not believer. So I was nervous at first, but I think that each reading I do, I just, one, I fall in love with astrology even more because it blows my mind. And then two, it's just like, I get better and it's just like practice Mm -hmm. makes perfect.
2: So just do it. Do you have any crazy stories from a reading that you've done that you could share? Ooh, Like has something come up in someone's chart and you're like, whoa.
0: Okay. I'm trying to think of, of something. But this actually happened last week and I was doing a reading and she had a lot happening in her fifth house. And I was like, ooh, like you're trying to get pregnant right now. Like this is a great time. And if you're not like birth control, but like you're very fertile. She's like, Allie, I'm literally giving birth tomorrow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was crazy. I was like, shut up. Are you okay? She was like, I mean, I'm having contractions right now, but I'm fine. And I was like, should you be here? She's like, like, I didn't want to miss oh my gosh. appointment. That was very, very wild. So Wait, that was that's cool. crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's
2: so cool. Yeah. I know we got to see you map out Schwartz's birth chart on this week's episode. Were there any surprising things you learned about him through that process, aside from him not liking being labeled a people pleaser?
0: <laughs> I know. I felt bad for that one because I I know I call myself that too because the Libra placements. Yeah. But it is just... It's not that you want to please people, but you genuinely, like, want people to get along. Mm -hmm. Like, it's that peacekeeper in him. But um, his—okay, so the one thing that surprised me about his chart—not really surprised, but validated—was he has his north node in the first house. And basically, the north node is, like, your your destiny point or your purpose point. And the first house is all about you, like, yourself and believing in yourself Mm -hmm. and your dreams and your—like, it's you— and so that was interesting. So I was like, yeah, in this lifetime, you're literally meant to master you and like learn how to trust you and like speak up for yourself and yeah. trust your own gut and
2: ideas. And so that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully he's doing more of that now. Yeah. You know, I loved yeah. that he ended up doing Winter House by himself. Right. Because he's always In Tom's shadow. And it's like James said, I think it was in the first episode, he's like, you're the best Tom when you're just Tom Schwartz, you're You're not Tom Tom. Tom." Yeah. And I feel like hopefully with him, you know, kind of being forced to do some things on his own over this past year, it's given him the confidence too. Yeah do more things on his own and believe in himself.
0: Yeah, so true. Yeah. Yeah, I told him about that. And he was like, that makes sense. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'll keep reminding you. Yeah. (laughs) North Node in the
2: first house. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so tell me about mine. Because I know we've done this once before, but it was a group thing. So what interesting things can you share about my chart?
0: Okay, so your Sag Moon, Gemini Rising, Taurus Sun, all in the 12th house, which I am obsessed with that in your chart. I can get to that. But I think the really cool thing is that your moon is in your seventh house of relationships and marriage and intimacy. And the moon is the emotional planet. That's the planet that rules our mental health. So it's very important and it's what we need. It's a non-negotiable. So when the moon is in the seventh house, we have someone who really needs to feel secure in a relationship and Mm -hmm. someone, you know, not saying that you're not independent. It's just saying that you want that balance and that support Um, But it's also a Sagittarius, which is really cool because that represents uh, foreign travels. And so when Sagittarius is in the seventh house, we usually see someone who marries someone from a different country. No way. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? So that was interesting. And then you also have Jupiter in your ninth house. Jupiter represents foreign travel, higher education, philosophy, astrology. And the ninth house is the house of foreign travel. And so usually when I see that placement, there is a strong indication of someone who lives abroad or travels a lot overseas. There's a lot of opportunities for you abroad. And there always will be. So like I don't know. That's cool. That's I might so crazy. Leave to say us that. and go live in Italy or Australia. Yeah.
2: <laughs> one day. No, literally <laughs> <don't>. my <laughs> psychic Grace, she does tarot cards for me. Oh, so and cool. there are things that she told me a couple months ago that have already come true. Which is one of the things I'll tell you after. Okay, okay. Um Ooh. we're not going there just yet. Yep. Okay. But One of the things that she told me was she sees me splitting a lot of my time between here and Sydney and eventually maybe having a place in Sydney and working a lot in Australia. Yep. And I was like, I mean, I would love that. I would love to go and tour with the band in Australia, but I would also love to do stuff with Brock and work or film another show have Mm -hmm. just you know a little YouTube series or something so I was like she has been right that's crazy everything yeah things that she's predicted I found out I was pregnant the first time through a reading with her I remember
0: Courtney telling me that see that's what blows my mind because astrology and I've had this happen where clients will be like oh my psychic said the same thing and I'm like
2: I, my, psychic? I have to
0: look, no, I have to like read the chart, yeah. but like psychics somehow just pick up mm-hmm. that energy and that blows my mind. That's so cool. But yeah, for sure for you. And also moon in the seventh house is a strong indicator of going into business with your partner. There's a lot mm-hmm. of emotional support there, but it it's forever. So it's the idea of like, once you find your, your puzzle piece, it's like, okay, this feels great, but now let's do stuff. Let's build things together and let's create a life, a family, yeah. a job, business, stuff like that. I love that. And then your son is in the 12th house, which I just find really interesting. And I think people would be kind of shocked by that because the 12th house is the house of like being hidden or behind the scenes. It's very spiritual and it is the house Mm -hmm. of foreign travel as well in a way where it's about getting out of your mind and being very spiritual, like Buddhist monk. Think that. Okay. Um, But also healers. And so I think that's totally like your empathy mm-hmm. and your your love for people and everyone. Like that's just the sun in the 12th house. You shine. That's the sun. So that's where you feel confident and you feel your best um, when you're in a state of peace and when everyone's getting along. But also it's just funny because you're very comfortable being seen and being on a stage. And This is an actual placement that's very common with celebrities, actually. But you wouldn't really think that because the sun in the 12th is hidden. But it's actually Mm. your private life is just very important to you. And that comes first. And then the other stuff just happens naturally. Like You don't have to really worry about that. That's almost so easy. Yeah. It's like that's taken care of. But then you're doing a lot of work on yourself and your mental health and your private life. But that's where you shine. That's where you feel your happiest and your best.
2: Wow. Well, thanks. (laughs) That's so cool. It's so, I love how you do this. And I love that you now have the platform where you can do this for so many other people because, like, you are so talented, not just with your music, but with your astrology. And honestly, you are the best and most amazing breath of fresh air that we've ever had in this group. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I mean, season 10, you know, it just. It's been really amazing just getting to know you and becoming so close with you because you are an incredible human.
0: Thank you, I'm blessed.
2: Yeah, thank you, Sheena. I love you, I and love you. you guys have all been amazing.
0: Also, I was so scared last year. Now I'm like, yeah, what? I love them. They're awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I want to you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I do want to talk a little bit about last year because okay. you were like the Vanderpump Rules whistleblower. You were the first one <laughs> to catch on to Sandoval and Raquel. You caught them out at the Abbey. What was your first thought? Like, did you intuitively feel like something more than platonic was happening? Honestly,
0: I just found it really inappropriate. And so I don't know if I immediately went there, but Mm -hmm. I was thinking okay, this is weird. Tom's enjoying her company a little too much. Mm-hmm. Because also at the time, remember how Ariana would always be like, he's just never home. I want him to spend time with me. Mm-hmm. And this was a Tuesday night. And I was like, where's Ariana? And he was like, at home. And I'm like, why aren't you at home? Like, he's choosing yeah. to be there with her. And so that is what spoke volumes. I was like, oh, he doesn't want to be at home with her. That's mm-hmm. not good. Yeah. That's kind of what I was
2: thinking. And then I just thought it was like a little weird. Yeah. And then it's like, they profusely denied yeah anything was going on did you still think there was something or when they denied it so much did that feeling kind of subside
0: yeah it did subside honestly talking to you and James because you guys were you guys were both so like absolutely never happened yeah James was even like that's insane no Like, Tom would never do that. It was like I was gaslighting you and didn't even know it. I'm (laughs) so sorry. No, it's okay. I felt (laughs) bad. I was like, oh my God. I'm like accusing their friends of like... But honestly, yeah, I I don't know these people. So I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I guess that's just normal. But, you know, nobody was right. Nobody was wrong. Like, they should... Yeah, it was just a weird situation. It
2: really was. Yeah. Okay, backtracking a bit more. I feel like people have mixed impressions on how you and James met. You were a fan, yada, yada, whatever. So how did you guys first meet? And when you met him, did you know who he was? I did know who he was. Um, And that made you still want to date him? Right. I know that's the big question, right?
0: I think Andy Cohen asked me that once. And I was like, oh my gosh, I like always have to defend it. And I'm like, "Um, okay, thanks for asking this because it's actually a really crazy cute story. And I, I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter what people say. But so the night that I met James, Zach, Zachary Reality, Mm -hmm. who you know, Mm -hmm. he was actually invited by Tom Sandoval's manager. I don't know if that was Jason or not, but Zach literally still has the text. Like I can show them. (laughs) And um, he was invited to come to take TikToks and to film content backstage for Tom Sandoval's band. And a few months before the actual date, you know, he invited me and a big group of our friends and we all said yes, because it was, sure, that sounds fun a month from now. Okay, well, come that day and it's the night after my birthday party. And this is like one of the hangovers where it's like, you are not getting out of bed. Like Mm -hmm. I was, it was bad. And I canceled and I was like, Zach, I'm sorry, I can't go tonight. And um, he freaked out because everyone kind of canceled. One other friend of ours, my, my best friend from college was also still going to go. But basically he was like, you guys can't leave me. He was like, no, this isn't cool. I'm making you come. Like, come on. He literally shows up at my apartment. He's like, we're going. I think i Drink like a Bud Light or something to like get myself <laughs> hair of the like dog. hair of the dog. <laughs> I threw my hair in a bun. I don't even like, I was just like, oh, okay, it was far. It was all the way in. I know. Whatever. So I'm, we're like driving there. I'm just kind of like, this sucks. And so then we get, anyway, I'm telling the story so in detail, but it. it is interesting because that's yeah. why last season I said my friend dragged me mm-hmm. and people were like, what like no like he kind of literally dragged me and I'm yeah. so grateful now looking back like that's so wild just how I almost didn't go right but I did and mm-hmm. that's what I think is cool about the story but then we get there he goes backstage we're like not going with him we're like sitting down and he was nervous he's like come with me so we go with him Anyway, the first person we see when we walk in is James, and he comes like right up to us. He's like, "Hey," and you know, Zach. Like, he just starts talking to him. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of standing there, and they start like doing TikToks together. And then he, like, you know, we introduce, and he gets my Instagram, not my friend's Instagram. So I was like, oh, "Okay," like he's flirting with me, and he was very charming, very cute. And I was like, for the first couple seconds, I was like, "Oh, wait, he has a girlfriend or mm-hmm. like a fiance." And then I remember they broke up, and I was like, oh, "Okay," and. Honestly, like it was, you know, when you just meet someone and you're like, I love their energy. Mm-hmm. You're so cute. You're so funny. Yeah. I really just like it was a crush like immediately. Yeah. And then I didn't think anything of it. And then the next day he texted me and then, yeah, we've here you are. Every day since. <laughs> so that's the story. You could ask James, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just But yeah, it was just such a fun night that almost didn't happen. And mm-hmm. so thank you, Zach. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Did you know how recent his breakup was? Like, did that give you any concern? Yeah, like, for sure. Bro, it's only been a few weeks. I think it was about five weeks, maybe. Yeah, it. W- I don't
0: remember the the timeline, but it was longer than what she loves to keep saying it was. Yeah, it, I, don't, I think it was longer than that. I think it was five weeks or so. And yeah, at first it worried me a lot, but we were taking things slow at the mm-hmm. beginning. Like we were just taking out. And I also made it very clear that I just wanted to be friends because I wasn't ready for a relationship either. And we both were like on the same page with that. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, things just escalated so quickly and feelings happen. You know, like when it happens, yeah. there really aren't rules. Like,
2: totally, it just happened and we fell in love. Yeah. Sorry about it. I love that. <laughs> Nothing to be sorry for. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what would you say has been the biggest challenge for you entering this VPR, Bravo world, and coming in as James's girlfriend?
0: Ooh, yeah, I think... Uh, last year was a lot harder than this year. And honestly, just because I I am kind of a, a shy, like quieter person that doesn't necessarily love drama. <laughs> and so I was really nervous to go into last year. I thought it would definitely be like, you know, Raquel and all the girls like against me. Mm-hmm. And so that worried me. And then social media was probably the other thing, you know, that I... <laughs> struggled with at the beginning just because I never really posted or like used it. I was on private and I was, I don't know, that was just uncomfortable. But now I like love social media. Yeah. And so I've leaned into it and I'm like, wait, this is so fun. Why was I such a hater for so long? Because yeah, I enjoy it now. But
2: yeah, but it does take hard. some getting used to. Totally. For sure. I mean, you were private for so long. And yeah. then the day you went off, yeah. private, it was like, boom, hundred thousand something. It was
0: crazy. James actually like the moment the first episode aired, he was like, give me your phone. And I was like, no, it's not time. He's like, it's time.
2: And I'm like, okay,
0: (laughs) I I consent.
2: (laughs) With Raquel being so, you know, in the center of the friend group at the time, were you skeptical about getting close with her, myself, Ariana? How did you feel in that sense? I think that last year I was just
0: so like wanting everyone to know, like, I come in peace. I'm sorry I'm here. Like, I didn't want anyone to get the wrong idea. Mm -hmm. And so I think looking back at it I definitely think I was a little maybe too accepting and friendly and like could have had a little more boundaries with just like the ex mm-hmm. and like you know creating space a bit but no I'm so glad that like I got to know you and and Ariana and Lala and Katie as well so no regrets I'm glad that like yeah we are where we are now and that's yeah. great but yeah I think I was a little like too it's okay yeah <laughs> like But also when you're coming
2: into this group, it is a very intimidating group. It's a group who doesn't always, you know, just openly accept new people. It's like, what's your motive? You know, we've been doing this for so long. So it's like, who is this?
0: Yeah. And I see that now Mm -hmm. just with certain things and people. I'm like,
2: oh, I get it. Yeah. Now that the Toms are single, you know, it's like these girls that they're bringing to the premiere party or I see them with at the bar and (laughs) I'm like, who is that?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Who do you feel you're closest with out of our group of friends? I would say you. I would say you because we actually like
0: hang out the most outside of of filming. You and Courtney. And then. I know. I love that you and my sister are friends. I know. I know. Me too. We're like, yeah. Yeah. I love when we all get to hang out. And then I would say, you know, equal with the other girls too. Yeah. Like it's always nice
2: to see them. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, I just want to reiterate because literally you have just been the best addition to this friend group. Mm -hmm. Like you bring the best energy. There's never a time where if I'm in a bad mood and I'm around you, like that's going to change my mood. So so just know that you have that effect on people. Thank you. Yeah. That's so kind. Of course. Okay. One more quick little break. And then I want to talk about Hippie and some rumors that have been out there. (laughs)
1: Slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month.
2: Okay, so as we know, I just got back from New York. And I have to tell you one thing that I always pack with me when I travel, because I have to make sure to stay hydrated if I'm not gonna be getting that much sleep. And when I have these quick press trips to New York, liquid IV must be in my bag, in my purse, on the airplane with me, in my hotel room, because staying hydrated is very important on these type of trips. And Liquid IV has three times the electrolytes of any leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients. Just one stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you better than water alone. As soon as I get on the airplane, I get a bottle of water and I put a pack of Liquid IV in it and I just know it's gonna be the best start to my trip. There's no artificial sweeteners. It's all non-GMO, free from gluten, dairy, soy, and Also, one thing is before a workout, you can use this daily if you're feeling run down after a long night out. I'm telling you, liquid IV keeps me going. Basically, when I have liquid IV, it helps me feel revived and ready to take on the next week or weekend like Vegas this weekend for Super Bowl. Trust me, liquid IV will be with me. They have so many new flavors. We've got white peach, strawberry lemonade. I mean, to have strawberry lemonade-flavored water and not the sugar or anything else, so good. Plus, the easy, convenient, on-the-go packaging makes it just that easy for every day to stay hydrated. Weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with Liquid IV. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free, in bulk, nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code HONEY at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code HONEY at liquidiv.com. Okay, this is something that I have shown you on my YouTube, my Instagram, and spoke about on this podcast because it is something Summer and I love to do together. And I'm talking to you about KiwiCo. They deliver seriously, Fun learning for kids of all ages with all of these different hands on projects, just little creative activities that, for someone like me, who's not the most creative person, it makes it fun and easy. And I love when I have something also educational to do with my daughter. Each month, kids receive crates packed with engaging, hand on activities designed to introduce them to exciting science, technology, different art concepts, and there's always something new for kids to discover, like engineering robots even, or learning about the science of ice cream. Depending on which age your kid is, they have a different crate box for all. They have nine monthly programs to choose from, and like I said, KiwiCo has something for kids of all ages, ranging from infants and preschoolers to teens and beyond, I remember the first KiwiCo crate that we got it was a koala crate and it had this cute little pillow that we made and since then we have gotten so many new little projects that I just have all around the house because summer absolutely loves doing them. Sometimes it can be hard to find creative ways to keep your child engaged, challenged off the screen. You know what I'm talking about? So, With KiwiCo, they do the legwork for you. So you can spend quality time tackling projects together and staying away from the screens. And let me tell you, the best part is when I watch Summer just find that creative confidence and just grow as she's tackling different challenges and figuring things out on her own. It's like every day she surprises me with something new. And thanks to KiwiCo, they've helped her discover new things to do and create. So redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month on any crate line at KiwiCo.com with promo code HONEY. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code HONEY. Okay, I have to say one of my favorite things in the season premiere was the montage of the planes flying (laughs) overhead. Like they do things that are a little shady. They did this to me when we got engaged on my balcony and like cars are honking and whatnot. (laughs) But it does, you know, add entertainment. Yeah. But have you adjusted to the noise? Were you aware that you were under a flight path before you guys moved in? Yeah, we were aware. It
0: was one of James's like Cons in the house, and I was like, "What are you talking about? This is such a pro. You are literally at the airport so like, close, all the time. Right? We're so close. I also grew up next to an airport, so mm-hmm. I'm actually used to the sound. And I like, I like sounds. Yeah. I like feeling like I'm like we're in Burbank. It's so yeah, quiet. I'm like totally. I like feeling like there's noise. <laughs> like I like the city,
2: so I'm fine with it. And James is getting used to it. I yeah, know. he's. Okay do you it. ever when we're not <laughs> filming, just at home, when you hear a plane, do you ever naturally just like pause? your conversation yes yes I do that
0: all the time it's so funny because yeah because with filming and that's why I thought it was funny too that obviously they would have noticed that more yeah. than we would have because they have to be like stop speaking no.
2: hold for <laughs> plane
0: yeah hold, hold for, for ambulance yeah. hold for
2: siren hold for yeah. I'm like I notice that sometimes I'm I just out at lunch and I'm like oh wait you're not yeah filming. you're, like, you you're can not can wearing talk. a microphone yeah. it's okay you can keep talking over yeah. the plane. <laughs> Speaking of the house, how involved were you in the house decision and who has done more in making this house a home? So I was very involved. I actually found the house on Zillow. Mm -hmm. We were
0: we were looking at a few houses, obviously, like, yeah, this is James's house. I'm not you know, he it's completely his own. I do not own it. But I was a part of the process and I would go to all the Harry, his brother actually was our realtor. So we oh, would, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's yeah. so cute. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yes. And so he took us around to all these different houses and we started making like, you know, pros and cons, like what do we want? And yeah, they were all, every house we saw, they were great, but they all needed work as in like renovations, mm-hmm. like, oh, the kitchen or the bathroom. And I was just like, but James really loved some of them. And I was like, when are you, we don't have time. Like we're so busy. You're mm-hmm. never home and I was, like, just up at night. I was, like, I'm going to check Zillow one more time. And this house that we're in now just came available. Like, it was so weird how it happened. Yeah. And also the number of the address, which I'm not going to say, is, like, a number that it's not an angel number, but it's a number that I love. Like. It has cool. meaning to me. Yeah. And James and I are big like that. Like, there to has be. to be a good number. Anyway, so, yeah. Totally. We found it. It didn't need any work except the backyard, which was fine and easy. And James, like, wanted to redo a backyard anyway. So, yeah. We—that's the house and— I've really enjoyed decorating it. I Mm -hmm. love decorating. It's just really therapeutic to me and organizing. Your fridge? (laughs) Oh my gosh. My mom
2: saw it the other day. She's like, I didn't realize that. Like she thought she was watching an ad. It was so... That's Amazing! Funny. I was like, I just watched that too. That's it made so me funny. want to organize my
0: fridge. James's mom said the same thing. She was like, I started like organizing my fridge because of
2: something I saw. And then I saw it again and I realized it was, it was you. you. I was
0: like, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm kind of weird like that. But Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, I am but, too.
2: But then yep. you throw a toddler in it and right. you know, I, I know, people were meals commenting, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <So I'm>
0: like, <laughs> people were commenting like, this is unrealistic. And I'm like, yeah, of yeah. course. And like, does it stay like that for long? No, no but, but it it's nice when and, it does. And you can
2: post it and you're like... Here's my fridge for now. Totally, <laughs> and when James is gone and we don't have
0: children, yeah. you know, and it's just me. I literally just eat factory totally. meals, so I'm like, there's yeah. not that much in the fridge.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're the best. Yeah, between they are. The, the wellness shots, the smoothies, Seriously, the so meals, good. I'm I like know. good to go. I know. Yeah, code good as gold fifty uh, for that. <laughs> yes. Have you guys been assembling any more furniture? Do you call a task rabbit now?
0: Um, we did call task rabbit after production left. Not yeah. gonna lie. Um, <laughs> And then, yeah, nothing else that we're building. No. TaskRabbit's just so easy. So easy. Like I Uber know. I've done Eats, it, too. Like
2: once you start it, you're like, why would I ever mm-hmm. build something it's I know, so right? bad? Yeah. <laughs> so I know we haven't seen this on the show yet, but you have welcomed a new addition into the home recently. Yes. So what did that conversation look like with taking Hippie in? And did you have concerns in the beginning due to his past, you know, aggressive behaviors and whatnot? Yes. I mean,
0: yeah, a lot of this will probably be in the upcoming episodes, but yeah, I was really nervous because just the cats mm-hmm. and I know that you yourself, like, it's funny, like when I think back to that time, I call him Graham mm-hmm. because that, then,
2: he was Graham. then he was Graham. I know.
0: So I look at, I, I say his name like by the timeline. Mm-hmm. So Graham, yeah, like you had told me too, like you didn't trust him around your cats and, and things like that. And so I was really nervous. I love my cats a lot. And I was like, I would love to take this dog in, but also like we were so good. Like everything was so, so good. And so at the beginning, I wasn't like thrilled. But now I'm like, thank you, universe. Blessings, kisses. Like I'm obsessed with that dog. I love that dog. And he gets along with the cats. He's not eating their heads off. He hasn't bitten just so everyone knows, he's I was gonna seriously ask. a yeah. sweetheart. That's amazing. Yeah. I And we we did a lot of training in the beginning. And now I can happily say, like, we don't necessarily need it that much. And I think that, yeah, he just has stability and
2: rules. Mm-hmm. And um, he's a good little boy. Yeah. Yeah, I love him. I love that. Because I mean, <laughs> I remember how hesitant you were. And yeah. as a fellow cat owner, but Mm -hmm. also when, you know, Summer was a baby and Raquel was living in our apartment, I couldn't have her at the house because I'm like, yeah, you bet my sister. I don't trust you. Yeah. And then when Graham came back into the picture, I was like, this is a different dog. Yeah. I remember you literally (laughs) like, and I believed you for a minute. A white spot on that dog. The first bath you give him, it's like. From Meet the fuckers, and Meet yeah. the Parents or whatever. I was like, that's not the same No, dog. and you like scared me
0: because I was like, oh my God, what if it Scarcity is theory. like they switch the dogs out? Yeah. Because you were like, I remember you were like, I used to never want to like no, touch him. Me. And you were like cuddling him. And yeah. like, he was on the bed with you. And I He's was so like, that's, that's a good sign. Yeah.
2: yeah. Love hippie. I know, me too. <laughs> I saw on, not I saw because I have only seen little TikToks and things. I've read recaps right. and whatnot. But I know yeah. Raquel has expressed concern over James handling Graham, now hippie, due to past incidents where she felt like he wasn't a good dog parent, suggesting that that there were even moments of cruelty. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that with either of the pets in your home? Absolutely not. No, no. James is like meant to
0: be (laughs) a parent. Like Mm -hmm. he's just... He's so attentive. He's so sweet. He's obsessed with Hippie. I'm like, if anything, like, we smother him too much. Like, Mm -hmm. that could be a problem, maybe. I I don't know. Do we love him too much? But honestly, in my experience from what I've witnessed, he loves that dog more than anything. And I honestly would trust no one more than James with that dog and myself.
2: Is there (laughs) any message you would want to relay to Raquel so that she, you know, just has like some solace in knowing that. Graham yeah. and hippie is doing well oh uh, yeah because i yeah, can't imagine now that we know the full story and what happened you know i yeah. can't imagine how hard that was for her because i know she did love yeah. this dog and then all oh, of yeah, a sudden of you course. know you get out of this facility now you don't have your dog you yeah. don't have any of your friends yeah, like yeah, i can't yeah, imagine yeah. how hard yeah that all was
0: no that also like when Graham first came in to our lives, like that was my thing is I was like, I didn't think Raquel knew because we didn't Mm -hmm. know anything. But then when Lisa told me the story, I was like, oh, okay. But at first I was like, oh, my God, like, should I text and call Raquel and tell her like we have her dog? And I was like, James, don't get too attached because she's going to like come back and want her dog. So I think as the situation started to click and it made more sense, like then it was easier for me to get attached. But at first it just did not make any sense to me. And I felt awful for her. I was like, oh, I could not imagine having someone else take Hippie now or take my cats. Mm -hmm. Like, in what world? Like, that's not happening. Yeah. So I did feel really bad. And I guess if I did have a message, it would just to be, he's good, he's well, and we love him so much, and he'll always be taken care of.
2: Good. I love that. (laughs) On the topic of her, she also recently stated on her podcast that you remind her a lot of herself. She said that (laughs) you're both very patient and that there's motive in like you wanting to help James. Mm -hmm. She said that also she doesn't think you and James have a healthy relationship, that any relationship with James isn't healthy. Do you see where she might be coming from here and noting the similarities? First question. Oh,
0: gosh. (laughs) Oh, my I mean, I guess patience, that's a pretty common trait that I think you have as well. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's a trait. Yeah, sure. I definitely think it takes patience um, to just even be with someone like James, who has just a lot of energy. And we're all, look, we're all a work in progress. And as long as we're just trying to be better people every single day, like that's all we can ask Mm -hmm. for. James is a great guy and he's working on himself and I'm proud of him. And he's helped me just as much as I
2: think I've helped him. So That's what I'll say to that. Second part to the question is, what do you think is different in your relationship with James from other relationships of his that have been also documented on the show?
0: Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I don't like to look back. Mm -hmm. But I mean, if I look back at my own relationships in the past, you know, like we're all growing. We're all learning. We make mistakes. We learn from them. And you know, so in a weird way, like always be grateful for like his exes because, you know, that was the path that he needed to be on. And yeah, I think that they were
2: both really young when they met. I'm sure that's part of it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So aside from questions about your astrology, people obviously wanted to know how they can get a reading from you so Uh, we can put that in the episode description and all of that. But the top question that came in for you was wanting to address some rumors that have been swirling around on social media. And I know we spoke about this before if you wanted to talk about it. Yeah. But on a recent episode of Two Teas in a Pod, Teddy Mellencamp had revealed that she and Tamra shared a car with you guys following the MTV Awards. Uh Uh-huh. I think it was maybe like two years ago now. Yeah. And she said that they were headed to an after party at TomTom and during that car ride... There was an altercation between two people in the car, which made her and Teddy have to get out of the car, separate the two individuals in the car, and further suggested that James was involved. And now there's rumors flying around that Teddy might be hinting at an altercation between you and James. Right. So. Okay. Yeah. I. Do you recall that incident that she's describing? And do you feel that she has described this accurately? Like, I want to get your side because you were obviously also in the car.
0: Especially like, that's crazy to me that that's the most asked question. Like, that makes me really sad. Yeah. Um, Because no, I'm good. That never happened. There was no physical altercation. Yes, we were in the car together. I thought we were having fun. We were having fun. But then James and I did get into an argument, but there was no physical assault. I was not bleeding. And they didn't have to get out of the car and separate us. So that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I'll say on that. But I, yeah. And, and I guess for the record, James has never physically hurt me or assaulted me. And we're good. We're happy. He's working on himself. I know in the past that he has anger issues. Mm-hmm. So I get it. But I just want people to know that I'm good and I'm safe and I love him. And yeah. Was
2: that during a time when he was still drinking? Yeah, he was still drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were all drunk in the back of that car. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But
0: nothing, <laughs> nothing happened like physically. I mean, we went to Tom Tom. Were you there that night? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, we showed up at Tom
2: Tom and we had fun. It was like a good night. Was that one of the reasons that made him stop drinking? Just having those type of moments and seeing that he's obviously not the best version of himself when he's drunk?
0: Yeah, I think that was still so in the beginning that I didn't... I don't think that that was like the moment or like mm-hmm. the night when we were like, okay, drinking is not yeah great. But yeah, like similar just mo- like we would just we would fight when we would drink. Me too. I mean, I would drink and pick up, you know, like it's just when you drink that much mm-hmm. and in those environments, not great. Yeah, like, that's not who we really are. And so, yeah, like that's an example, though, of just why he shouldn't drink. Right. You know, but um,
2: Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, with, you know, Teddy and Tamara saying one thing on their podcast, Raquel has alluded to certain things. Kristen has alluded to certain things. So obviously people care about you. And, you know, if there was a concern for your safety, people are going to care and reach out and want to know how you're doing. So I just wanted to give you a safe space to... No, thank you.
0: Because I I didn't know. I'm like, do I like go on my Instagram and be like, I'm good, guys? Like, like, I... I don't know how to like navigate these types of things. And this mm-hmm. is something that's very serious. And yeah. I do appreciate everyone <laughs> worried worried about me, but I do want everyone to
2: know I'm good. Good. Thank you. Okay. Moving <laughs> on to a little lighter of a note <laughs> yeah. to wrap things up. A musical note Ooh, you can say. Because you have such a beautiful voice. Oh. I saw Vanderpump Rules Party, I think yesterday or the day before I posted a video of you singing. Oh, uh, the Bob Marley one? Yeah. ah, Incredible. <laughs> but what are Thanks. your plans to maybe make some use of, you know, your in-home studio? Yeah. Is there going to be music coming out soon?
0: Yes, there is going to be music coming out soon. Yeah, this year I started singing again, which has been really fun. I always did it as a hobby. But yeah, we have a friend who, you know, has a studio and he's an amazing guy. And so we've just been like making music together. It's like the three of us, me, James and Jordan. And it's been so fun. It feels so good. Like, yeah. And I just didn't like there's no pressure on it. I'm not trying to like have this career in singing. I'm very happy with astrology, but it just like, you know, we don't have to take it that like, It's fun. No, it's, it's fun. something it can that we be enjoy doing. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
2: Well, you have such a beautiful voice. Thank so you, I definitely think you too. We have to do Just a, a, a duet. Do I know. <laughs> I'm so down. Let's do it. Okay. Speaking back to astrology, if you could yeah. do a reading for anyone in the Bravo world, is there one person who comes to mind? Ooh, honestly, Lisa's,
0: mm-hmm. which that's cool because that one's probably likely. I could probably land yeah. that one. Yeah, Lisa, because she's such a, I would just love to see her chart in terms of like business and Mm -hmm. like how she's, she's just such a businesswoman. Like she's awesome. Or Andy Cohen's would be cool. I think he's got some Gemini, which totally makes sense with the the entertainment journalist in him. Totally.
2: I love that. What about
0: you? Ooh. I know.
2: Whose chart do we need to see? (laughs) Right? I feel like Andy would be a good one. Andy would be cool. Totally. Yeah. He's just, he's such a fun, light spirited, hearted person. Yeah. I, I love his energy. He's Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, always a good time. You got that Gemini rising too. That's why you guys. Yeah. yeah, it's
0: true. Hearted and fun.
2: Generally speaking, what is in the stars for 2024? Will it be a good year, a bad year, a year of growth? Any insight you can leave mm-hmm. the listeners with? Okay, definitely a good year,
0: you know, compared to the last few that we've had. We're still <laughs> kind of shifting out of like, you know, the pandemic. And a good year, but a lot of quick growth and transformations and evolving. So, you know, with change that can be scary, but if we accept the lessons and learn and grow, then, then we'll be good. There's just a lot of, um, Pluto went into Aquarius and that's a really big deal astrologically because that hasn't happened since the birth of our country. Wow. So yeah, so big, transformations mm-hmm. and a lot of like power to the people and things like that so that's exciting and then Jupiter is going into Gemini
2: so that's what I heard was yeah. it in Taurus but now it's going it's, in Gemini yes, yes. so okay. it's in
0: Taurus right now and it's going to be there until May the end of May
2: Love that. you're for gonna me. have a
0: great yeah seriously because it's also hanging out in your on your right. sun right now so it's already like Jupiter expands things. And so it's expanding your sun and it's expanding your opportunities. But then when it goes into the first house, it's like, yeah, you're going to be next level. A lot of opportunities, lots of travel. You're going to be busy. What's new? Yes. <laughs> That's not stopping anytime <laughs> soon. Right. But yeah, new new beginnings, new a new chapter. It's like you're starting this whole new cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I love that. Excited for you. Thank you. Thanks for getting into some shenanigans with me. Tell everyone where they can get a reading with you, please.
0: Oh, okay. So you can, it's my website, which is www.allylouber.com. And I am going to start posting reading availabilities, hopefully every last Sunday of the month going into the next month, if that makes sense. So I'm going to like fresh out my readings and have availability every month. Awesome. It's and I will link hard. your website and everything so It's been hard to like, I'm grateful because I re- like, I'm getting booked, which is amazing. But yeah. it's hard and it's a lot of energy. Like I can only oh, totally. do so many a day. And so I'm trying to figure yeah. that all out. But stay tuned. I love it. Keep it <laughs> Thanks, busy. Guys. Thanks,
2: guys. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening and watching. Definitely hit up my girl, get a reading. I will link it in the show notes and on this video if you're watching. But yay. Was fun. Let's have a good 2024. Let's go. Bye. Sheena Shea.
0: Shea FK. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans Shea with Sheena Shay. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine, and I got my girls with me. Uh-huh. With the boys at the table getting tipsy, miss
2: me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy! I'ma make you mine.
1: Yeah, do you want it?